Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militich and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for war? All right, cool, brother. We are locked and loaded, man. Happy New Year, man. It's our first uh, first transmission of the 2017 year. Jeffrey Wilson right here, locked and loaded for the old conspiracy farm with my partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer, kicker of many asses, Pat Milicic. What's up, brother? Well, there's a lot that's really going on, obviously, and it's uh, great to be kicking off 2017 with you, brother. I think that this is going to be a very interesting year and, and years to come with the Trump administration, obviously, with the left with their swords out and going at it, buddy. Well, so, we got uh, 10 days, man. We literally have 10 days. It's January 10th. No, is it the 20th he comes in? Is that... The 20th is Inauguration Day, and, uh, you know, um, we've got a lot of stuff going on. The Hillary Clinton, the new FBI dump of over 300 emails, was it? 300, 300 yeah, pages yeah. of documents on, on um, top secret and confidential emails that she lied about. So there's even more stuff. And you think about, you know, you think about Jeff the you know the left and the media and all these people going off on uh, oh Russia you know Russia did this Russia did that and now they're you know now that these government officials are under so much pressure with the citizens and, and people on the right going look um, obviously that's not good we don't want Russia you know um, getting into our computer systems which they've done time and time again China's done it we all Is, have done Israel it Israel's done it the and U.S. has done it yeah. Yeah, we're the kings of it. Exactly. I mean, and uh, we've we've fixed over 70 elections. We've put puppet regimes in place over 70 times in history. Um, That's now, why I always found so funny these past couple of weeks, Pat. Uh, you know, this the CIA says this, the CIA says that. I mean, of course, we need to have respect for our intelligence community, et cetera, et cetera. But when, was, when did the CIA become the bastion of truth? Last time I checked, the CIA's whole agenda is to obfuscate and, you know, by deception, thou shalt make war type thing. And then so, you know, so now for in like everything they listed, propaganda, hacking, et cetera, that's just right from their playbook or all intelligence apparatuses playbook. So it's like. I but here's what's beautiful. Here's what I want to say. If I was standing there um, in front of any mainstream media people and I happen to be on air with them, I'd go. So was today's FBI um, email dump. On Hillary Clinton was was that information given to them by the Russians also? Right. You know, I mean, this is this is garbage. It's it's complete garbage. Um, okay, maybe there was a couple hackers in Russia um, who were feeding stuff to WikiLeaks because there's hackers all over the globe that are feeding stuff to WikiLeaks, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's easy enough to go. Okay, the IP address is in a suburb of Moscow, and so therefore it's Russia. But then they they trace some of those IP addresses to to um, the Department of Homeland Security. Well, and that makes sense because the Department of Homeland Security was um, hacking um, the state of Georgia's electoral, uh, election exactly. process. Exactly. Ooh, that's on right. On many, many, many occasions, like through the primaries and everything else, dude. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, I, I forgot about that guy. I wanted to get the Secretary of State of Georgia on because, yeah, he, he spoke about that. Um, to get rid of this administration, imagine being Trump, not to go off on a tangent here, but imagine yeah. being Trump and his group coming in. Imagine the flushing of the toilet that's going to happen after the 20th. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, he's already started. Number of offices that are, you know, because there's transitions between administrations where a lot of people stay on, right? Yeah. That's not happening with this one. It's complete cleaning house of so many different agencies and departments. It's going to be incredible. I I mean, it will be very, very fascinating to see. I mean, I think, yeah, these next four years are going to be very interesting. And, yeah, like you said, this transition and, uh, you know, him him not. And that's the other thing we we seem to have forgotten throughout history. Um, You know, why, you know, he's he's disrespecting the intelligence community. You know, and Trump's contention is, dude, the intelligence community, if you will, has been politicized. And, you know, we seem to forget about weapons of mass destruction and Colin Powell holding up fucking comic books of mobile, you know, Scud or whatever it was, uh, mobile chemical facilities. You know, this this has been going on for a while, man. This has been going on for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, I think the left is, you know, let's go, let's go to Meryl Streep and her, um, <laughs> bullshit speech at the, what, what was, what, what was the, I don't even watch the Emmys or any of this stuff. What was this? Was this uh, Golden Globes? I think it was the Golden Globes and she got the Cecil B. DeMille Award. So happy for her. So yeah. Happy. I mean, yeah. and you know, and I, did you see the look? Did, dude, did you see the look? On Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson, I know. And Mel Gibson's faces when she started talking, I it's know. hilarious. I, but, I don't care if if I don't, dude. I don't give a shit if if celebrities have opinions, whatever. Say it. I don't care. But you still have to stand by what you're saying. You well, know. Well, so yeah, you've got to base it on fact, and she exactly based it on watching, you know, the Today Show. Dude. <laughs> well, and, you know and, where. And, and what she was saying is technically true. You know what I mean? Hate begets hate. Fucking disrespect begets disrespect. But, I mean, she was saying it like war and all of this shit just started on election day or campaign day when Trump just started. Like, you know, she got the Congressional Medal or something from Obama. So apparently she's cool with Obama drone striking Americans and NDAA and indefinition or indefinite detention of Americans and assassination and wars throughout the world. You know, apparently that's... That's okay, hate and disrespect, but when Look, Trump dude, says some shit, about our, don't talk about our outgoing president like that. He got a Nobel Prize before he ever got in office. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. This, like you said, you gotta, you gotta have your shit rooted in some reality. And you know, like I said, I don't care. She can say what she wants. You know, I don't particularly doesn't make. And there's a really, if somebody wants to go to my Facebook page, um, or they can look it up on YouTube, it's the. Um, the proof that Trump was not making fun of this reporter with cerebral palsy. I, I saw what, that, yeah. You know, yeah. did you watch the video? The debunking of the video, yeah, the whole, oh, 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 oh I didn't know yeah. what I said. Like, so it's it's the exact same movements for that reporter when that reporter changed his story um, on Muslims celebrating on 9-11. Yeah. Right? He completely changed it after uh, over a decade. Um to then the exact same thing when a video of Trump talking about Cruz not being able to answer a question. Um, it was a litany of different things. Movements. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, he was talking about Cruz. He was talking about Obama. He was, you know, and then a general, and then he yeah. did. Trump did that about a general who couldn't answer questions. So it's it exactly. debunks the whole thing. But here, here again, we are chasing the left is so good at starting brush fires. Like right. I was talking about and false narratives here. like that, and, and we are chasing these things now. We're, instead of talking about things to make this nation better, um, we're spending our time debunking all the bullshit that these people put out there. Yeah, right. Which is a, which is obviously um, we're on the defensive constantly. So we need to figure out a way. The people on the right need to figure out a way of becoming offensive and shutting these people down and, and bringing them out into the light and, and showing who they really are. 
Yeah, I mean, in that, like you said, you know, with the, with the media apparatus pretty much carrying their water so hardcore, it's it's really tough to break through their their false narratives, man. You right. Know. So now, and, and back to, you know, think about it. You've you've worked on television shows. You've done a lot of different stuff on TV. You do voiceover work. You do a lot of different stuff. Um, I work in um, the TV industry also. There are a lot of people that are very powerful that are left-leaning people, right? Absolutely. Uh, people that pretty easily could probably fire myself, fire you. Um, you know, so imagine if I got up on stage to receive an award for my broadcast and use that as a platform to um, to talk about a president like Obama, say it was eight years ago, and I was up on stage and I gave that kind of speech about Obama. Dude, I'd be fired so fast, yeah. it'd make your head spin. Okay, yeah. so that's the double standard that's going on with these people. True, um, you know, they're they're safe spaces and trigger warnings and all this other stuff, and 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 people losing their jobs, people losing their bakeries, um, everything else. It's it's just their way, their tool of shutting down uh, free speech, the First Amendment, and I think that that has to motivate people on the right, constitution loving Americans, to go the furthest distance they can to the right one one extreme creates another right jeff um you know when somebody tells me i can't yell uh can't say something um, about the other side i'm gonna say it 20 times just because they told me I could. <laughs> and that's what americans need to do they need to go you know what that's not how this is going to work this is you go find your safe space because here it comes mm-hmm. you know what i mean well no absolutely and i mean this you know, like we've talked about, I think the narrative, you know, the, the, the I don't think necessarily the right has a, has a monopoly on truth, just like, you know, the both, the both sides are lying. And what both sides need to take responsibility for is the truth of, of, of a given situation. Like back when Bush was in office, like the Republicans so carried that water and were so, you know, fervent on war and, and terror and weapons of mass destruction. I mean, I, I get there's a lot of nuance to it, but we found out so much of that was horseshit. And then nobody, you know, really kind of went back and said, you know, you guys got to really be accountable for this. And on the left, it's the same fucking thing. They're they're more worried about Russia and what and, and hacking and this and that than what was hacked. We don't even talk about John possessed Podesta and the spirit parties anymore. We're all talking right. about fucking Russia, just knee jerk pulling on that whole east west whatever. When in fact, you know, we're still talking about a pedophile ring that's uh runs rampant throughout our country regardless of who hacked it so again like we both on both sides they got to take responsibility for for their own dirt on each, on both sides yeah americans need to see that we need to get rid of the um that preconceived notion of republican is good democrat is bad or vice versa if right. you're a lefty um and people need to hold our politicians accountable period you know mcconnell mccain you know these guys in my mind um, are just as far left-leaning as as democrats and they've proven that time and time again. And uh, uh, Speaker Ryan, I mean, you talk about a guy that freaking will go any way the wind is blowing. Um, Which is to, very interesting because he's he came in on that on that you know that Tea Party wave of you know t- strict constitutionalist, limited government. You know what I mean? He was supposed to be the outsider, and then you know how he's quickly the guy that hit, enabled Obama to freaking get everything pushed through. Yeah, yeah. It's like how quickly his stripes changed, but. Um, no, you're absolutely right, man. You're I can't believe right. the people of Wisconsin reelected him. Well, what the American people don't know is what makes him the American people, Pat. Well, that's the scary <laughs> part. Well, I it? mean, and this, and that Hillary thing is a perfect example here. Like, I don't this this stuff won't go anywhere. The left won't, 
You know, it, literally, there in this new dump, three hundred some emails. Repeatedly, she she sent confidential stuff. She literally repeatedly did the very thing she testified that she didn't do, which was massively illegal. Yeah, and and like you said, the you know the this administration, the the DNC, all the media, everybody covering their own asses on this thing and going, yeah, let's point at the Russians. It's the Russians. It's the Russians. Um, instead of um, you know being truthful and saying. There's been a lot of corruption, man. There's been a lot of, and sure, they're not going to do that. They're all covering each other's asses, and uh, the fact that they're not doing that, and it's so blatantly obvious that uh, it's, it, I, uh, I'm embarrassed for people on the left who, who won't see the obvious. I mean, I'm still really embarrassed for it. Yeah, instead of saying like she was just a shit candidate and a shit human being, you know, they all of this, you know, this weird horrible elementary juvenile type misdirection like i said like it's like your girl just caught you cheating in bed and you're like you know like eddie murphy said in raw like wasn't me like i'm looking at you doing it wasn't me sorry wasn't me like it's just it's insane it's it's the level of of uh i guess loyalty that that people have for like Meryl Streep, that's a perfect example like how in your right fucking mind fine have an opinion on trump you don't like the guy but you are just seriously uh, putting on display right now your lack of understanding of, of real-time geopolitics and just history in general. Because like I said, if you think war and all this shit just started with Donald J. Trump, you you are very selectively choosing your history. Right. And, you know, the, the, uh, the beautiful thing is the White House press corps sat there and listened to – absolutely hilarious um, – that uh, the 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 line was Meryl Streep delivered a thoughtfully careful considered message, <laughs> and and the look on the White House press corps is like, are you fucking serious? You're you're going to feed us this line right. of garbage. Uh, the picture of one of these uh, ladies, a reporter, is sitting there just looking at him like, oh, you are you. The, yeah, no, that's that's not. And where is the blame also, not just to cover their asses on corruption, but when Jay Johnson from Department of Homeland Security says, oh, we're going to take over and we're going to monitor the elections to make sure that there's no corruption and that, that uh, the election doesn't get hijacked or hacked or this or that. And where's where's the finger pointing at Hillary Clinton using a private server in the bathroom of wherever the hell it was in Colorado, dude? Or any of that DNC shit that they were doing all summer long, fucking Bernie Sanders over. I mean, they were they were so hugely, you know, engaged in election fraud to to steal shit from him. It's not even funny. And then you know, the guy goes and delivers a a summons to the DNC and Debbie Wasserman Schultz on tape and winds up dead less than forty eight uh, hours Seth, later. Uh, Seth Seth. No, that wasn't Seth Green. Uh, Seth Rich, not him. He was oh, killed. Seth, Seth Rich was the the insider who was. Who was a Bernie Sanders guy, right? And he, they think that he's the guy that was leaking a lot of the stuff to yes, yes, Wikileaks, yes. And he ends up dead in a robbery that wasn't a robbery; nothing was missing. Right. It was late at night. He was on the phone with his girlfriend, and uh, he went. Sean, Sean Lucas, Sean Lucas is the guy who delivered the the summons to uh, DN, the DNC, and Debbie Wasserman Schultz was literally found like two or three days later on his bathroom floor. So I mean, yeah, the the hacking and stuff was going on well before. Uh, 
You know, obviously, you know, Debbie Wasserman Schultz had to. That's, that's how grimy these guys are, Pat. Wasserman Schultz has to leave. Who do they put in? Donna Brazil, who weeks <laughs> later winds up getting pinched for feeding Hillary Clinton questions. It's just like, man. And they're talking about putting in uh, Ellison, right? Who's that? Ellison from Minnesota, the friggin' uh, connected to the Muslim Brotherhood and Hamas. Oh, I'm not He's hip. Muslim. I, don't, I don't know who that is. I mean, they're talking shit. about putting him in his chair, and I said, do it. Put his ass in there. Wow. Bury yourselves even further to the left. Well, Huma, Huma Abedin's family and parents have, have ties to the Muslim Brotherhood. Dude, and that's the thing. This summer on C-SPAN, um, I've got the video downloaded, um, and the media never covered this. Is Huma Abedin, the, the report, the gentleman reading the report, is going through and going, the, her whole family and her have direct connections to the Muslim Brotherhood all the way into Saudi Arabia. Um, with the guys that are the financiers of Al Qaeda, oh, wow. um, this lady's you know Huma is connected to these people, which we haven't seen Huma or or uh, I know right. What's up with that? Or or Anthony um or still or, or what's his name? The um God, you brought up a couple times uh, Haverman, not uh, the yeah the head of, the, the head the of the Clinton Foundation Clinton Initiative. Yeah, and the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, has he's he popped been back gone up since yet? October. What? No, he's been gone since October, dude. I'm telling you. Um, so, but, uh, you know, going back, you know, President Obama Crazy. put sanction, more sanctions on Russia for the alleged hacking, and we got more NATO forces massing around, uh, you know, Russian borders in, in uh, yeah. London, Latvia, and Estonia, and places like that, which is, you know, dangerous, not, very not dangerous. A, not a good situation. But here's a quote from this is President Obama in October saying this. And this is the same guy now that's saying the Russians hacked our election. Yeah. This is what he said in October. There is no serious person out there who would suggest that you could even rig America's election. There, There is no evidence that that has happened in the past or that there are instances that that could happen this time. So I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop his whining. Wow. That was in October, right? A month before the election. When he thought that Hillary was going to win by a landslide. Right? When he kept saying it was rigged, it was rigged, it was rigged. Right. So this is the, the, the level of deceit and bullshit and turning around and lying. Well, and hubris because they didn't think their asses were going to get their fucking plows cleaned. I love it, dude. I love it. We're all over the place. But, yeah, I mean, that's uh, – it's, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I just I, – I love I love the freaking – broadcast. I know. I know. I love it. But, I mean, it's just – like I said, again, the hubris, like they all are just still just in shock. And I, again, I, um, Trump is no silver bullet gang. You know, it's just what it is. I'm, I've made it pretty clear, pretty apolitical, but to see these guys like in such a freaking tizzy, I mean, to, to, like you said, the rhetoric before the election, like what you just read, Hillary saying, if you don't validate it, come on, dude. You can't like nobody contests an election. You'll be undermining the democratic democratic process, etc. And then to see them obviously shocked after they lose, just engage in the very same behavior they were telling dude not to do, and just still do it with a straight fucking face. I, I just it's just comedy. It's high comedy. Just enter the Benny Hill music, dude. It's insane, man. It'd be insane if it wasn't actually happening, but it is. It is, and like you said, and people are still defending Hillary. Like I don't, I don't get it. You know, I. Uh, we should not even talk about her anymore. This should just be a moratorium on that name. 
I just, I, I, well, it's, you know, the fact that yes, I think the, news that did come out about the, her, but the Republic was actually saved, right? With Trump? And, well, w- no, with Hillary not getting in. I'm not saying Trump's the savior. Oh, like no, I was just going to say, yeah, I, with Hillary not getting in is, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think people, Pat, they don't, we need to have more shows on that. Because when we say that, we just sound, you know, we just want to, you know, like, I don't know. But the globalists are getting rid of nation states. They're getting rid of borders, gang. They're creating unions all over, North American Union, African Union, European Union. And that's yeah, and that's they, the and trend. And then they go, you know what, then, then eventually they go, you know what, let's just make it a big global union. It, and that's essentially what we're talking about. I mean, and that's, I think, the longer, because they've been having this agenda. We've talked about this. They don't look at the Virginias day to day like we do with our ADD. They're looking at it like 10, 20, 50-year increments, man. They're playing chess, not checkers. So, yeah, when we say, you know, he, he saved the republic, you know, if you want to go towards globalism and look what happened to the EU and, like, Turkey, Greece, uh, Britain, the UK, for example, then, you know, let's go down that road. But we've seen where that leads us, so... You know, and we have a constitution that says we can't do that shit. So uh, I don't know, man. Right. So um, you know, let's get to Trump. Let's let's talk about moving forward, though. His cabinet. You know, his his, uh, his cabinet. What's it? Uh, Twenty six. Oh. Yeah, sessions um, going through his hearings this morning, right? For attorney general. Yep, yep, yep. I think I I don't think that they're going to be able to. The Democrats. That's the thing. The Democrats are talking like they still run the Senate and Congress. Right. It's it's literally hilarious just to listen to them. Now, if hopefully the Republicans have some some balls, some cojones. Um, they'll prove that that the Democrats don't, you know. And and the Democrats got rid of, um, you know, they got rid of the the when they had the majority in both houses and in the White House, um, they got rid of the ability for the minority to be able to fight these things. They're now they're paying the price for it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's you know. So that's a that's to me, hey, you know, swim in it because you feel the pool. <laughs> you, know? you done made your bed there, sleep tight, baby. Yeah, but the you know the the uh, Trump administration, there's what is it, six hundred and eighty, six hundred and ninety key positions requiring Senate confirmation. Um, the nominees that have been announced so far are only twenty six, which leaves uh, math six hundred and sixty four to be announced. That's a lot of vacant spots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, they need to get their asses in gear on that. Obviously, he hasn't even stepped into office yet. But, yeah, they need to really um, get that get that going. And I'm assuming that once you get people in certain positions um, within your cabinet, then those people will take over with groups of people and start searching for the others. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think about uh... – well, a couple things. What do you think about them saying, I guess this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, it's, you know, uh, Trump is not necessarily buying everything that's being told to him about this Russian hacking report that he's getting. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Is he is he undermining it or does he just know that it's been politicized and they're trying to, you know? Well, here's the thing. The one thing I will say about Trump where um, who his advisors need to go, look, dude, I know you're an egotistical son of a bitch, but um, – and, you know, that takes, I think, you know, that's not a bad quality necessarily to be president, um, to have some, to have oh, some yeah, guts, to have some balls, alpha. you know, and be able to stand toe to toe with other world leaders and go, no, this is the way it's going to be. Right. You know, you, you got to have a guy who's that tough. Um, so that, that makes sense in terms of that. But it, you know, it, 
he needs to get the fuck off Twitter. Because uh, <laughs> people need you, say, look, dude, give, give me control of your Twitter account, and then I'm going to change the passcode to get into it, and I'm going to run it. And you're going to say, um, here, here's either Trump's mouth would be, you know, fuck the Chinese, we are going to destroy them if they mess with us. And then the translation on Twitter is going to be, right. we are really looking forward to work with China, but in no way, shape, or form are we going to take second seat. Right. right. You know, there's ways of translating. He needs a filter. What he just, I mean, at times I sit there and go, the guy never, the guy's never drank a, a drop in his life, thank God. You wonder. Because it's drunk tweeting, dude. Right. It is, because it's I mean, always like at 2 or 3 in the morning. It's drunk tweeting. I mean, that's the kind of tweets that get everybody else fired, right? right. So, um, you know, it goes back to him sending the letter to, to Mark Cuban, who's actually, you know, owns Access TV, the company I work for, yeah. uh, the, the network, when Cuban's first uh, reality show got canceled. And Trump sends him a letter, and it says, you know, hey, Mark, just... Sorry to hear about, you know, your show getting canceled and, 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 uh, you know, just paraphrasing basically that, you know, anytime you want a show to be a winner, you just give me a call and I'll, I'll make sure you, you know, that you stay on the air. And, uh, sincerely, Donald Trump, you know, basically a slap, backhanded slap to his face. Right. And, uh, you know, that's just, that's, that's Trump, you know, when he's sitting there talking about, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, you know, his ratings are bombing. And I, I actually watched part of, part of the show, The Apprentice. The and, new one, yeah, I saw. The and it, for it. He, he, Arnold definitely does not seem like he's natural in that position. Um, it's certainly a natural hair color he's got going there. <laughs> Jeez. Orange. Hey, whatever. I'm like, he's wow, trying to be Donald Trump, baby. Is that a stunt puppet from like Terminator or something? Because that does not look natural at all. Yeah, and and the whole. Uh, oh God, I can't believe that they. NBC got so creative with him and said, you're terminated, and then get to the chopper. Oh, no. Is that what they <laughs> he, do? He actually says it. Oh, and I just, Oh, this is, yeah. Now I know why the ratings are so shitty. Besides oh, wow. poor Arnold. You know, Arnold's great in movies. No, he's not. But anyway, uh, live TV or, or television, it's even worse. I can't imagine when they actually do the last episode live how bad Arnold's going oh. to butcher that son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> Line, please. Line. I need my line. <laughs> yeah, the lamentations of the women. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, in the pumping iron, he's like, I'll give him the wrong advices. <laughs> oh, when he's sitting with Lou Ferrigno and his dad for breakfast? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going, uh, and Ferrigno's massive at the time. He was, too. Yeah, he's younger than Arnold. And Arnold's, I think, going for his, what, sixth or seventh title. And uh, sitting there eating breakfast with them and going, you know, um, I just think I just think you're peaking at the wrong time. He goes, I think, you know, a couple of weeks later, if this if this contest was a couple of weeks later, you'd probably beat me. But you know, looking at you right now, you just you're, you're peaking at the wrong time. He dude. fucked just... his head, dude. <laughs> he he, he in the same interview. He's like, I already called my dad and told him I already won. I was like, oh jeez, <laughs> he mind fucked old poor Louie. But getting back on track, Jared Kushner, another appointment, big senior appointment, dude, is his son-in-law, um, a big multi-billion-dollar company, real estate company he owns. He's going to have to divest from. But, yeah, this is going to be interesting because, um, A, it's an interesting very top appointment. He's not even asking for a salary, supposedly. But it does supposedly violate some of these nepotism laws. Cause I remember after JFK 
um, I had Robert Kennedy as his attorney general. They had certain nepotism laws that kind of outlawed that. What are your What are your thoughts on that no, appointment? It's not. It's not. It's not blood relation. So I think that they may be able to pull it off. But right. Um, Kushner's obviously a brilliant mind, a, a very smart guy, and no and, political uh, experience though. So that just is fascinating. Very and you know what, dude? Friend. But here's the thing. Look. Um, Trump got voted in, and a lot of people got voted in who don't have any political experience for that very reason, right? Right, right. So to me, I'm sick of politicians, and I know most of America sure. is sick of politicians. Um, you know, so I I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. They're going to come in and and run things like a business, which is that's what America is is the biggest business in the world. Well, second sure. now to China, of course, but uh, no thanks to the Obama administration. But um, no, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. We have to wait and see, man. It's it's um, how are they going to, you know, uh, you know, the left is looking at it like, holy shit, the smokestacks on the friggin' FEMA camps are starting to friggin' work. <laughs> you know, they're, they're so afraid, um, which that's garbage. It's not going to happen. Um, uh, but, but, uh, you know, we just have to sit back and wait and see and give it a chance. And I, I, I know the, the ominous feeling on the left is the same feeling I had when they, when I watched Obama win in 08, I went, we are done, dude. We are done. Because I read all about his family, the people that raised him. He was surrounded by communists. And he proved it, really. And and he even stated it uh, clear as day many times. I would like to do more, but the Constitution is stopping me. Right. You know, so thank Damn God for Constitution. You know, and the left – and the people on the left who hate the Constitution – Need to understand that that's the documents that are going to protect you from Trump if he goes off. Exactly, that's what people don't get, man. I mean, I understand you're down, you're down to take rights, etc., because you know of your hatred for X, Y, Z. But what happens when it's on your side? You know what I mean? When the when the when the script is flipped and now you become the 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 reviled one, <clears throat> whatever it happens to be, the flat Earth society, we have to come after you now. You know what I mean? It's you know that that ilk. But check this out. I had a question. I was talking to somebody about this. So you remember back when Eisenhower came into office, he had his farewell address, not came into office, was leaving office, his farewell address talking about the military-industrial complex. Remember that? Right. He was the guy that coined the phrase. Yeah, exactly. And so in my humble opinion, and we've talked about it on this show, or actually we haven't really gotten into the Kennedy thing too much, but you know, John Kennedy was up against, even though he was kind of, quote-unquote, trying to do the right thing, was up against a network, a military-industrial complex, which was going to uh, resist a lot of what he did, and I think that network is what killed him. Trump coming in, obviously 70, 50 years later, um, is really kind of at war, if you will, with the establishment of the, this kind of military-industrial complex, if you will. What do you think of that possibility of him coming in trying to do the right thing, but still having this rogue network, if you will, still in place, sabotaging shit around the world gladio b style still doing the isis stuff with you know saudi arabia and all these countries we've mentioned what are your thoughts on that well i know it's i know it's happened before you yeah. know so so their track record is proven um we've talked about gulf of tonkin and things like that where um false flags are sent up and, and conflicts you know it's not that tough for for a nato force jet to get shot down and that blaming russia and then trump's like oh shit here we go right uh, send some more troops over build-ups and then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose um where i i think the way trump's acting though is that he's he's with his almost denying the intelligence um officials claims of russia hacking this and and you know there's finally clapper and some of these other assholes you know are, are admitting okay there's no evidence at all 
um, that they hacked the election, right? They uh, we have. And what does that even mean when they say that? Because they didn't hack the machines. Yeah, you can't. They just engaged so in the different... propaganda to make you want to vote another way, which, like again, everybody does. Well, and you know what? Okay, so look, we all agree as Americans that Russia hacking our systems or getting into our emails of our government officials is really bad, bad shit. Sure. Um, yes, we're not happy about that. And no, we're not Russian agents. Okay, morons. <laughs> uh, God. We're not but, Russian. Let's put but, that out there right now. You know, it would be a different story if Russia got into our um, – you know, a Pentagon official's emails to figure out our troop movements and then and then blow a fucking aircraft carrier out of the water. You know, it's it's a it's a different thing, right? Yeah. Um, manipulating an election by by exposing the massive corruption on the other side, and we're sitting here talking like Russia actually is the one that did it, which I still don't believe that. Right. Um, all you know, General Powell sitting in front of the UN saying all 16 intelligence agencies yeah, from the United exactly. States concur that there are Chemical weapons yep. everywhere in Iraq, and we need to go in and friggin' get this guy out of there, right? And destroy an entire nation in the process. Um, so don't tell me they're not lying again, okay? Because the people that are put in the high positions in the CIA and all these other agencies are Obama leftist puppets right now, okay? It's the soldiers within, um, the patriots within those agencies, in my mind, through people that I've talked to, are the ones that release the stuff to WikiLeaks. And they're covering that stuff up. Maybe in the end, Obama didn't want Clinton to be president, to be quite frank with you. Maybe this is all a game. I mean, it's it's a reverse in mindset from a lot of people the way they would think. Right. But we know that the Clintons and Obamas do not get along and do not like each other. Well, and a part of me was thinking towards the impact that that was kind of going on. It was just like it was almost that the establishment knew they had to cut their losses because she was so damaged. Even if she got in, she was fucked, dude. There yeah, was, because it was nonstop investigations. And it would have been. Else. It, would it, have, would, it would have been a standstill government. And, and, and part of me was like, wow, is the establishment really going to roll their dice with Trump, then go for their sure thing that they know is just like a fucking ship, you know, just whatever the word is, just not even able to move, uh, just stuck, you know what I mean, stuck in the mud type thing. Right. No, I think that I, I, I really, in my gut feeling, it was patriots within these intelligence agencies and we've seen even videos from former intelligence officers who said, trust me, it's it's people within the U.S. government that are doing this. They are, they are trying to save their nation right now. Um, so to put know, a button on to answer that question, though, if, he, if, if Trump does come in doing the right stuff, do you think he is still going to face a kind of rogue network doing stuff to undermine his foreign policy and just – Oh, without I mean, a doubt. But, you know, here's the thing. I think that they're they're comfortable at this point saying, okay, we need to let him – we'll give him a little leash – and, and let him out a little bit here because he's talking about rebuilding the military, which means you're spending money on, on uh, you know, companies that are building uh, weapons and aircraft systems and, and all kinds of different stuff, um, building ships, everything else. So um, those are the those are the big boys. Those are the people that are that need to benefit from building a war machine, right? So they they may be very well happy with a military buildup and not having conflicts around the globe, right? Yeah. I mean, okay, the little guy who sells friggin' shoulder-launched missiles is pissed off because we're not fighting anywhere. That That's, okay, I get it. Okay, the, the guys that are selling 223 and 308 ammo um, aren't selling enough because we're not blowing the shit out of a country, right? Right. So that's a, you know, 
but well, like you know, like Apaches or Hueys. I don't even know if they fly Hueys anymore. And you know, any of those you know, bigger, bigger chunks. Of yeah, stuff. the Blackhawks and the Little Birds and the uh, you know. Well, I mean, what do you send them in? Snedley Butler, Snedley Butler, War is a racket. So it's just like as long as there's money to be made in it, they're going to do it. I'm just, I'm just kind of curious if Trump does kind of get in there and do the do the right thing or whatever, what he's going to be up because I think they're all every president still kind of has that rogue network and they kind of like you said give them a leash like all right let's see because i don't think any president can get in there and just kind of wrote i'm i'm a lone gunslinger like no you you're you're somebody's bitch still so just pump the right, brakes right no absolutely but here's the thing where trump's not that kind of guy trump's got a big enough ego where he's not gonna look our outgoing president dude come on there's pictures of him riding a woman's mountain bike with a skid lid okay <laughs> Don't tell me he's a fucking hardcore man. He's not an alpha male. Um, you know, dude, no offense, Jeff. Black dude that can't shoot basketball worth a shit. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus Lord. <laughs> Pat said it, not me. I'm just joking. Hey, man, I got, I don't hide anything. I mean, I, there, I had a couple of, uh, couple of guys and I had, it, it was funny, LC Davis and, um, a bunch of other guys that, just a great group of guys um, who fell on the floor laughing. All my white guys were stunned that I even said it. But I had one black guy that I loved to death, and he passed away from cancer, and it broke my heart that he died. But um, he, I was teaching something uh, with footwork, and it, it involved rhythm, right? And sorry to go off on a tangent here, but no, that's right. I yelled at him in front of the whole team during practice. It was a really intense practice, and I was trying to get this – point across about rhythm with footwork and everything else and i yelled at him i go damn it i go how how can you be a black guy and have no fucking rhythm you know and lc davis and, and everybody else freaking all the black dudes are falling on the mat laughing rolling around and all the white guys are like god Militich is a fucking dick <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, that's just the way i am that's no, just the way not. i am I'm not, I'm not gonna i don't give you slack based on skin pigmentation it's not gonna right, happen right right it's the intent behind it. You weren't intending to be racist, I understand. <laughs> a black dude will say it about another black dude all the time. Be like, you know what I mean? It's call him out for the same shit. So it's just like you can't, you can't dance, bitch. Right. <laughs> Look, I can't dance. So white guy, yeah, I can't dance. All right, I get it. I get that. We part. digress. We digress here on the show in conspiracy form. We're a little bit of everywhere here on the farm today, but that's all right. Yeah, we, we are. Yeah, that's uh, like I said, I man. We got ten days, brother, and I'm anxious to see what's going down. Uh, we're still keeping our eye on Russia and Turkey. You know, Obama. You know, after this shit went down, Obama's like, we will retaliate in our time of our choosing. And the next week, uh, three Russian diplomat diplomats are killed. You know, the the ambassador to Turkey is killed. The other other diplomat was killed, and there was a third one. That was killed. And did you hear about the um, NATO auditor of something that was also killed? And apparently this guy's job was to look into who's funding and moving what arms and monies are around. Mm, yeah. This, this well, guy. yeah, because, look, um, I know I, I'm pretty confident that the $6 billion that turned up missing from State Department uh, while Hillary was running it, I know where a good chunk of it probably went. And, uh those letters are ISIS and, uh, you know, Boko Haram and a few other groups um, via NATO. So um, having that guy who was was in control of the books and, and knew all that information of how NATO was distributing the money in arms, having him be dead is a good thing for, for uh, this administration that's going out and 
for Hillary Clinton and, and her whole group, obviously. Police in Belgium are probably the death of a high-ranking NATO official after his body was discovered in his car with a gunshot wound to the head, according to reports. Yves, Yves Chandelon, the 62-year-old Auditor General of NATO, was found miles away from his, for both his home and office. <clears throat> Single gunshot to the dome. And that was what part of the dome? Uh, I'm not sure. The occipital parietal. I have no idea, Pat. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I no, it's uh, December 26th. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the bodies are... And what did, we, what did I say? Remember back in the, a few weeks ago? I was like, remember, start looking for, you know, inconspicuous deaths and bodies and resignations, man. And sure enough, man, we've seen not even inconspicuous. We've seen... Or, yeah, we've seen deaths out of the box publicly, privately. And, like, I've, I've seen a few videos, there, and we've talked about this. There's already a covert war going on between... Russia and the U.S. and probably has been going on for a while, but now it's 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 coming a little more hardcore. You're seeing, you know, the, what I guess they like to call wet works, you know, these kind of hits going on, um, you know, planes going down. It's this is, uh, you know, this is kind of a part of the the covert war I think that's coming about. Yeah, and um, also next week I've just got confirmation that we'll have uh, a friend of mine um, on the show, former. Assistant Secretary uh, of the FBI and also Assistant Secretary of Counterespionage uh, in the CIA, Dave Zadie, who oh, is uh, nice. an official in both of those, and, and uh, he's agreed to come on the show. So we'll have someone be, who can speak with a lot of authority on a lot of these different issues that are going on, and including terrorism, which he had a lot of in-depth. Um, you know, he was on the the front wave of dealing with this stuff in the United States when. Uh, when uh, you know the the imams at all the the mosques around the United States and and folks that attended those mosques would not give up any information on any uh, radicals. Right, uh, right. So it's a, a really really interesting conversation that we're going to have with him next week. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Score, nice move, Militich. Well, yeah, man. I don't. Uh, I think I'm about tapped here. Looks like uh, Sessions is still doing his thing in the. Um yeah, Attorney General nominee still um, getting probed by the Senate here. I think that's uh, – I'm sure he'll get probably – That's a done deal. He said he'd recuse yeah. himself from any Hillary Clinton investigations, which, um, you know, okay, I get it. You know, he hates Hillary Clinton, um, and he's anti-liberal. And, and while we're still here, um, you know, the left and the media all of a sudden is coming up with these – um, controversial things that he said in the 80s, something like one thing he said in the 80s that they can't even prove he said. Um, they bring that up. Um, yeah, see, I don't. Need, I didn't even. I heard they were saying something like about some a civil sort of, rights. He said right. something racist, like he said "boy" um, to oh, geez, a, a black guy or something. Uh, okay, I don't. In the 80s, whatever. Um, I mean, I don't need. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, but we're not talking. But we're not talking about the DNC corruption. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, can we talk about children being trafficked, gang? Like, it's. I get. I had a guy on. I had a guy on Twitter going off on me, going, "Dude, you were you were tweeting about PizzaGate. You you're freaking so far down the the rabbit hole and this and I go. <laughs> yeah, dude, thank you. Do do a little bit of research on your own, and you'll be at the bottom of the rabbit hole with me. Right. If you and have it's one, not like it's the freaking Ark of the Covenant. We've talked about this. Like, there is so much just public information and investigations that have gone on for a long time for you to only surmise what we have on this show. I mean, it's 
whatever. Like I said, everyone has to start taking responsibility for their own shit. If you're a grown ass adult like Meryl Streep talking completely out of your ass, I know she has millions of people like applaud her and you know First Amendment, do your damn thing. But like I said, it just illustrated how much she doesn't know about the history. You know, over the last maybe fifty, sixty years of geopolitics, etc. And she accepted an award from a president who's been doing the same shit that, you know, I wouldn't say all presidents do, but, you know what I mean, engaging in some pretty twisted, fucked up shit. Yeah, and, the, you know, Meryl Streep, when I, I posted on my, that, that video showing that Obama, or that Trump was not making fun of that, that reporter with cerebral palsy, you know, I wrote above it for an actress named Streep, the truth will set you free. Unless you watch the video, please don't leave a comment. I said it perfectly demonstrates the hit job the media did on Trump and how easy it is to steer the lemmings off yeah. a cliff. So when I looked around that Golden Globe crowd, of those camera shots of the replay of her speech, I went, lemming, lemming, yeah. lemming, lemming, bunch of lemmings, more lemmings. That's all it was. They just, it just, they're both, I mean, whatever, artists, whatever, but they're just more followed by their emotion than they are the, the, the logic and the rationale of the situation, which, you know, like, again, you got to take responsibility for that shit, man, because they, they do they a lot of influence the, over people. They don't people. know the definition of logic. Well, clearly. I mean, clearly, because it's just, you know... I, Anything we've talked about in the show is fairly public information. So, like again, we're not uh, we're not pulling it out of thin air. Yeah, again, this isn't some magical, weird, <laughs> hidden gem that nobody's seen or understands. It's fucking out there like a champ. But you just got to be willing to, you know, put your biases down and you know learn some new information. That's why, dude. Honestly, like this show and just the research i do just generally it's always fucking awesome like being either proven wrong or learning more or just kind of expanding my understanding man like i i try so hard not to get like stuck in this is it you know what i mean right right but i will tell you that andrew wilkow you know his his catchphrase for his show we are right they are wrong that's the end of the story the arguments <laughs> on this the arguments on this radio show cannot be disproven Right. Basically, and I've never heard somebody be able to out-debate him at all, besides somebody crying and hanging up on him. Um, you know, Wilkow is very well-versed. He talks about a lot of the same stuff. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I've noticed a lot. You know, dude, I never liked Sean Hannity. Um, he was so cheesy and so just, um, just cookie-cutter type show. Dude, um, he has gone way down the rabbit hole a couple times of late. I think, um, you know, also Wilkow, I was on the Wilkow show, and I started talking about um, Soros and, and his background and funding Black Lives Matter through uh, through organizations, MoveOn.org and other, other organizations like him or like them. And, and he is he has started to talk more like we're talking. We've got to get him on, brother. We've got to snatch we're, him up. We're not afraid to talk. We're not afraid to talk. We're not afraid to say what really is truth. If we've got... You know, a million dollar a year sponsor who says, dude, just don't talk about this, this, or this. Okay. Are we more inclined to not talk about it, to talk freely? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would rather be able to talk freely than have somebody give me a million dollars and try to restrict what the hell I can and can't talk about. You know what I mean? The whole oh, absolutely. Yeah. The whole, for me, the whole function of this show is to, like we talked about, try to feed people some stuff the mainstream media isn't, isn't feeding them. Right, right. Or giving them. Well, good stuff, man. Good stuff. And, and so, like I say, next week we'll be a lot more focused. We'll be talking about terrorism, anti-terrorism stuff um, with former assistant director of the CIA counter-espionage, 
um, Dave Zadian, and uh, we'll we'll have a very focused show next week. Yeah, and you'll be, be you'll be able to tell us some old stories of when he was. Yeah, young. dude, that'll be that'll be a lot of listening for me, just sitting back hearing some awesome stories because that that's some heavy that's a heavy hitter right there. Yeah, so it'll be cool. It'll be cool. So we'll have a good time. So I'm yeah, I'm good for this week, brother. All right, man. As am I, man. Happy New Year to you and uh, to everyone else for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. And next week, man, we got a heavy hitter on. And uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. Peace and all that love. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. And today's episode has been brought to you by our sponsors, the C4.com, the Concealed Carry Clothing Company. If you want to roll concealed and comfortable, check out the C4.com. And if you want to get uh, your very good, high-quality protein, you're going to want to check out Iowa Bison. Go check out Iowa Bison at iowabison.com. Or if you want to get some training done, Pat, where can we find some good training? Well, go to firehorsecombatives.com and... And uh, we actually do civilian programs now, but mostly law enforcement and military. But you can also get high-end civilian um, courses with us through Firehorse Combatives, whether it's uh, home defense, out on the street defense, you know, a lot of, a lot of different uh, edged weapon, uh, weapon handling, and uh, hand-to-hand combat. So firehorsecombatives.com. He will train you to be a lethal weapon, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to check out another program that I host, it's a little more lighthearted. It's called It's Me Speaking to You, just spelled how it sounds. It's me, S-P-K-N, the number two, the letter U. And we have uh, interviews with individuals like UFC Hall of Famer Pat Milicic, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Kamala, the Ugandan giant, and the list continues, ladies and gentlemen. Go check out It's Me Speaking to You. You can find that, actually, at theconspiracyfarm.com. Just scroll on at the bottom, and you will find the icon, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in.